Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, our Steelers insider from 937thefan.com, Jeff Hathorne, is in studio with us, and he follows us tonight, actually. He's going to be hosting from 6 to 1035. That's when Mulsey teams up with Pomp on the nightly sports call. Uh... Jeff, are you joining? Were you part of the cabal this morning that met the Steelers insiders, Kabali, <laughs> Labriola, Dulac, that as a way of fighting back against the Fields rumors, all at the same time announced that Mason Rudolph was likely to be back with the Steelers? Are you yeah. hearing the same things, the same whisperings? Did you get that coded message to meet them? No, I did not. And I, I'm not feeling left I'm not out necessarily now? in agreement with that. No. I'm not in agreement with you. You might that. get frozen out the next time there's a Steelers media dinner. I know. You might not doesn't get mean the invite. It doesn't mean it won't happen. I, I just when they when they sit back and think about it, about guys that have already made it public that they're Mason people and that first day at training camp, if Kenny has a bad day and the fans are screaming down to put Mason in the game, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean So what are you putting more stock in then? What these local people are saying, which you're probably fishing from the same pond of sources versus what the NFL network people said on Sunday, which is they think Mason Rudolph wants to see what's out there and is yearning a fresh start. I mean, I I will tell you just in seeing Mason the last week of the season, like he wants to see what's out there. He's not just, I'm blindly going to come back to the Steelers. Now, like last year, he may put a lure in the water and find no, no bites. I would find that surprising to believe, but who would have thought that no one would have bit at all last year, given some of the backup quarterbacks that were signed that these teams counted on? Do you think the Steelers want him back, given what, especially what you just said, and I've felt the same way about it, the potential for conflict within that offense and, and a schism there because some of them already are committed to him and think he did a great job? Do you think the team wants him back? I, I don't think that's a first choice. Neither, I mean, neither do I, so I'm, I'm with you. And so you would rank Tannehill the, uh, ahead of the local Rudolph cabal. for sure. From the if you're if you're making Kenny the guy, which Mike Tomlin has already said he's going to, but he also said competition, not going to yeah. anoint anybody. Yeah, but he said that <clears throat> our starting quarterback's Kenny Pickett. So it, that being the case, it would make more sense to bring in a Tannehill to come in and help him be the Trubisky, but with Arthur Smith experience, who's really who's probably comfortable in that. Okay, I'm going to be the number. Two Isn't the off season from two years ago though a good guide? as to what might happen for all the Steelers insiders that think they're just going to do the same old stuff. 
They told Rudolph when when Ben retired that he was going to get the first shot at it. Then they signed Trubisky and told him he would be the starter. And then a month later, they drafted Kenny with the tw- with the twentieth pick. So if you're Mason Rudolph and you have other options, why the hell would you sign back here? Why would you believe that you're actually going to be in a competition to be the starter? Because Tomlin gave you a shot, and then he kept Kenny on the bench when you played well. If Maybe. I were Mason Rudolph and a team offered me, say the Steelers hypothetically offered me two years. Nine million, four and a half million a year, and the best offer I had elsewhere financially was two years, eight million. I would sacrifice that million bucks to go pursue offer number two from somebody else. It would be worth forfeiting after taxes several hundred thousand dollars to go pursue it elsewhere. It now, really would. Now the advantage, obviously, in signing with the Steelers as opposed to let's say he were to be offered by Buffalo. To be the backup quarterback. Well, you're not going to get Trubisky a chance. will probably end up back there. Right. You're not going to get a chance there. But let's just say that's whereas if you want to get on the field and think you'd have a chance to get on the field, obviously Pittsburgh. So Jim uh, got into Dulac's chat today. Some random guy named Jim and said, if oh. you had to guess right now what quarter, what three quarterbacks will the Steelers have going in the regular season? He said, Pickett, Rudolph, and possibly the guy they draft in the sixth or seventh round. I agree with the late round draft pick. Being the third, I think that makes sense. That you look at somebody that may, that slips in the draft, there's no pressure on them. They just they work. Then you see what they have. So, what do you think is more ridiculous? The idea that Rudolph comes back, or when you see mock drafts have Bo having Nicks. the Steelers take Bo Nix or uh, Penix with the twentieth pick? I, I think that's more ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get it. You can watch what Penix, at, at least what Penix has done, is different. He's a lefty. He's got his wheels, he took Washington to be this unbelievable story. But Bo Nix, I... Bo Nix lost to him twice, and he's considered a better prospect because he actually has better wheels because Penix's he had legs, a good he got the ACLs bowl, but... and shoulders. But I, I do think, I agree with you, Jeff. I think that's more far-fetched. I, I also still go back to not believing at all that they actually want competition for Kenny. I think they want a paved road for him. I really do. For them, almost for themselves too. We need to smooth this out for this guy as much as humanly possible to get the best possible picture of whether he's even remotely good or not. And if they give him anything that presents as a roadblock, whether that's Mason Rudolph, a drafted guy who's drafted early enough, like in the mid rounds, where if he showed out big time, he might actually take the job. Remember, Russell Wilson took it from Matt Flynn way back when in Seattle. They had signed him to that contract. Yep. Wilson just took the job as a third rounder. I just believe that the franchise from the top down wants to see if Kenny Pickett can do it because their jury is still So you think they're going to sign Tannehill? That would be where my money is at, that Ryan Tannehill's a Pittsburgh Chris, we just brought up how we would feel if Rudolph came back. Tannehill would piss me off even more. (laughs) Would you like me to tell you how I'll feel if it's Tannehill? Allow me. (laughs) Wet fart noise. I've got experience with those. You told us so. Hmm. It would be a wet fart of an offseason at quarterback for them. I would be I would be even angrier because you know I don't think that they are going to find some grand version of Kenny Pickett that has not been unearthed yet. And so I would just feel like you aren't even allowing for the possibility that you have somebody interesting behind him because Tannehill might be shot physically. Jeff, were you surprised that Lewis Riddick said he would take fields over Kenny on national TV today? I am. I am surprised. Um I mean that that You think E. Joe Borghetti made a call to Lewis right after that? <laughs> No, no, I don't. You think he's still going to get invited back for uh, big events and whatnot? (laughs) Maybe that helmet gets taken back and he's got to go with some other version of the pit helmet. Uh, 
Yeah, I was a little surprised, but I mean, I I look at it this way. I know Fields makes more errors, has the potential to throw more picks, but he also has the potential to do things that Kenny can't do. Well, I, do, I said it like this. Lewis is a guy who does want to be a GM, and he's been on GM interviews, and I said the reason that any GM in the league, I think, would tell you other than maybe the one that drafted Kenny, they'd rather have Fields is this. It's much easier to build a team. You have to build you know, 53-man roster. You can have a couple swings and misses if you think your quarterback's good enough to overcome them. See Patrick Mahomes. If you're John Lynch in San Fran, you had to build a perfect roster to try to beat him. If you're Brett Veach, you could afford a couple of whiffs, basically. And I think people will look at Justin Fields, smaller scale, and say, I can have a couple whiffs, one or two. If I have Kenny Pickett as my quarterback and I'm the GM, I feel like I have to get every other position nailed. Hit home runs in the draft at every right. spot. Free agency's got to be perfect because I know that guy needs a perfect environment to even have a chance at success. Now, you could argue that the two quarterbacks that played in the NFC Championship are more like Kenny than, obviously, the two in the AFC Championship. That, I can't say that, that maybe about you Goff. Could... I can't say it. Goff was a number one overall pick. That I'm sorry. I I will not stand as in a In style? You don't think they're similar? In style, but, he, but it's like saying, like, stylistically, I try to sing Johnny Cash and Johnny Cash sings Johnny Cash. Well, you could do it better right now. Well, yeah, yes, he sings, he sings a little flat, Jeff, I admit. But Jared Goff was the number one overall pick I mean, in a year where there was a viable number two guy. The guy can spin it. The Jeff, only question is, can you protect Jeff, him? Jeff, you are actually, among people in Pittsburgh, the, the perfect person to ask that question to because you're an Ohio State alum and you did a lot of Kenny's games. So you you know you have an understanding of fields and Pickett better than I would I, say 99% of people. Who would you pick between the two? Because I saw him in that Clemson game destroy a really good Clemson defense, that's where Fields, to me, and Fields has had multiple games of four touchdowns. Yes, he's also had multiple interception games, but I think he gives you, even though the risk is higher, the reward is higher with Justin Fields. Jeff Hathorne, you will hear him again at 6 o'clock. Jeff, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks, Thank guys. You. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.